So, uh, what do you think about boxes? I absolutely hate them. I will burn them, throw them in the garbage, and then immediately go find another one and hop right inside because I'm a stupid human. Jeez, we got to stay out of those boxes, am I right? Yeah, those boxes. <laughs> just terrible, seriously. So, how do you think we could create a perfect society where everyone's uh, happy and not miserable? Well, first off, we have to think about... A few things. Uh, punishment. Uh, I wouldn't say punishment. Dealing with people who are not contributing or who are doing specific harm. Uh, there's food, basic necessities, food, water, shelter. Uh, can you think of anything else? Food, water, shelter, uh, health care. Health care, right, if you're dying. Um, now, first, I think it's important to start off with a few, like, base... Uh, what is it? Ground rules, right? For kind of this society that we're going to be building from the ground up. Yeah. First, um, technology. How? What level of tech do we want to have? I was thinking, like, I don't, I don't think that we should have uh, an over amount. Like, RoboCop might just be cheating. <laughs> yeah. But I think it would be nice to have some sort of communication at the same time. I think, like. Let's do it within a, a reasonable prediction within the next 20 to 30 years. I believe there's a, there's going to be at least a full AI robot automation in factories. So you're you're trying to build the society from starting today and then try to make it a, an, an actual thing? Pretty much for the next 20, 30 years, or maybe like 50. Okay. I don't know. How, however fast the technology advances. So let's say for the sake of RoboCop I even if it's possible I don't think we would get past the legal issues the moral issues testing yada, all of that I mean <laughs> RoboCops is like a full autonomous justice vehicle rather than like what I was talking about just AI manufacturing where you take place put one thing and screw it on and another robot down the line takes that puts in a package so for for like Manufacturing. Yeah, because I feel that uh, main people were really, 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 really poor. They mainly work at a really, really unhealthy setting in a factory. So <laughs> if we set the setting at a, at least 20 to 30 years where we have some sort of robots building our stuff. All right. Okay, that's fair. So um, first of all, the basic necessities like food, uh, robots would be farming, question mark. Uh, I don't know. Can we get farming robots? Uh, I, I don't see why not. I mean, there's nowadays kind of sort of close to that already. Um, and, and if we look at a timeline, it was humans, then like animals plus humans. Now it's machines plus humans. The uh, only next step is going to be just machines. That makes perfect I, sense, I, yeah. I guess maybe remote humans plus yeah, like machines. Yeah, they go in there and plus a button and then the machine does its thing yeah um alright so if if uh, I don't want to say this okay just to, to preface let's see if just robots is cheating in general okay right cause the biggest thing that I'm worried about cause there's so many people who have already thought of like food water shelter I the one thing I don't really see around is like what do we do with people who are just like killing people are we going to continue putting them in prisons because the idea of a perfect society would be one where everybody can be happy but you don't want to make the prisoners happy just being in prison 
you want them to be able to come back into society. So, like, maybe a required therapy or something? Um, I think it depends on the offense. If you're a mass murderer, I think you shouldn't just be able to get therapy and go back out in the public. And I think for, like, a... Other than, like, we're talking about non-only uh, violent crimes, right? Crimes in general. Are we talking about, like, theft? Well, well do we have to get into to detail now? Uh, I guess not. We can do it down the line. But uh, violent crimes, I feel that somebody commits one violent crime. It's I have very extremes about people who kill people. But right. the justice system isn't 100%, uh, 100% correct all the time. So, if you commit a violent crime, you serve your sentence 20, 30, 40 years, whatever it is, and then get therapy, get right, be able to fit back into society, and if you go back out into society and you do another violent crime, I believe that um, they should be executed. Now, I have feelings about staying in prison for certain things for like 40 50 years and being expected to we'll get into those details here in a second yeah total can of worms there um i'm wanting to see if i can like draw a line um so what if you murdered like a hundred people right 20 year old just absolute killing spree over two years they finally catch the guy uh, for for this specific conver- or argument, we'll say he's just thrown in prison, right? And he serves 50 years. This man is now 70. Yeah. Are you going to just let him rot and die in there for the next 10 years? Or do you think a person could have changed in that time? Within 50 years, a person would have changed a lot. Okay. Even within just two years. Okay, so there is a change. line. Because yeah. the, the way you said it earlier. All right, and then um, next... I'm worried about this, the general prison that we have now, because most of the time somebody goes in and like a, you know, sometimes they'll come out like, oh wow, I really don't want to do that again. The thing yeah. is, if you go in a misfit, a hoodlum, you have that mentality of trying to be cool and you know all that, you end up coming out even worse. And most of the time, you end up going back at some point. It's statistically ineffective. Um, but logistically speaking, I'm wanting these people to actually have a way of coming back to this society that is supposedly perfect. If you're ruining it and making it not perfect, obviously we have to separate you, probably have to use force to get you there, sure. But once you're there, I don't think we should just sit there and let you think about what you've done because <laughs> yeah. you're not going to do that. You're going to try to live this new prison life and it's going to become the new norm for you you're going to come out a prisoner because you're going to have lived that life for so long. And once you go in, it's like normal living, except there's less people. The more violent you are, the less people you get around you, the worst of the worst, right? They get like a little house or something, right? Something that they can't break. Then you also have to think about money. And it's a different issue, but assuming it's a perfect society, there won't be a need for money will say, oh, hey, you go grab these materials and, um, you know, you already have housing. You already have food. You don't need money. Go give me these materials because that's your job. We need to build some prisons. Right. So you have houses for these prisoners. 
um, and they're on lockdown, right? They can't escape. Surveillance, that's somebody's job. And we'll get into jobs, too. Um, But for prisons, surveillance, stuck in a house, for the absolute worst of the worst. And then um, every day, they're required to talk to, or at least a therapist is there at all times. Maybe they take shifts, I don't know. Um, Whenever this guy is willing to talk to somebody, he'll talk to the therapist, right? Because, first of all, you don't want them getting lonely. Because even if they're just the worst kind of person, remember, we're trying to get them back to being an okay person. Yeah. Right. So you have some sort of therapist to try and help guide them to the right track. Well, what do you think we could do with that? Um, I think it's a good approach to getting people who are not mentally right to being mentally right. Um, I do have a question, though. So if somebody has a psychopathic tendencies, they can easily manipulate the therapist into thinking that they're sane enough to be able to be, get released back into society. Right. Where, do, where do we draw the line? How many people have to die before this guy gets permanent punishment? Um, I don't... F- I want to say it should be a progression of sorts. Um, I don't want to say that there's going to be any permanent punishment, but also in today's society, like we talked about last time, plugged into the brain, R2-D2. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're kind of all mentally screwed and the same with the same this this idea goes for all companies with major uh procedure changes it takes a while to work it it just does the thing is in a few generations when we don't have the junk food hijacking your dopamine we don't have constant uh i don't know maybe we should take out like certain kinds of youtube videos or something but we'll get into these details, but one of the issues is the constant uh, hijacking of dopamine. At every corner, you're giving an op- given an opportunity to just screw up your brain, right? Uh, gambling, cigarettes, high, highly, highly palatable foods, which isn't just food that's good. It's an actual term described, they're used to describe food that is too good for your brain. Cancer-causing dyes and a bunch of sugars and the yeah. things that are just not good for you. Well, in general, uh, highly palatable specifically r- refers to the the re- chemical release of happiness and positivity in your brain. Okay. But, uh, you know, it, these people will eventually be phased out in general. But for the time being, if they just have to go through the system for their whole life, then so be it. But it won't be, like, litigated to be a permanent punishment. Um, now... That does bring us on to the next step. If we have this plan for reformation, they still get to live their lives comfortable, right? And if they want to live it free, they have to comply, right? Because you can't just go around killing people. I'm sorry, but there, there's a balance between freedom and uh, security. That's always going to be the case. Yeah, everything is a balance at the end of the day. Yeah, because one side you have communism, which has never worked. You need a perfect leader for that to work, and it, it only, just doesn't happen. It only works in small groups. Yeah, yeah, it can work in small groups. But when you have the power of the entire world under your feet, we're humans. Greed gets to us. We just become corrupt. If if we could find, like, um, oh, I forget who it was. I think Plato had this idea to basically find from birth. Um, you go to certain 
kind of schools based on your personality. What you're best at is what your job is going to be, and you're constantly examined. And the people who are like who pass every check, who are just the best of the best at at like philosophy and leading and kindness and all that, those get to be the leaders. At some point, maybe we could just move to communism with a perfect leader if we could figure out how to make that work. But again, even Plato mentions the the dopamine, not directly dopamine, they didn't know what that was, but the idea of your human weakness, where you can't own anything, you don't have money, you are given the food that you need, and all that, um, but at the same time, whatever you say goes. But that is based solely on the trust that from birth you have been conditioned and proven yourself to be worthy of having that level of trust. Now, So you think in order to create a perfect society you have to own nothing? Not necessarily. It's just that if the leader has, like, say, uh, houses, it it probably won't be that big of a deal. If he has a phone, probably won't be that big of a deal. Oh, you're talking about the leader not owning anything. Yeah, the leader. Okay, okay, that makes sense. at some point, you're going to start wanting more. Yeah, and you that's can't the have issue. greedy people. Like, I strongly believe that we should pick, like, as you said, uh, people who don't want to be leaders because people who tend to want to be... I that, but yeah. People who, ton- who tend to want to be leaders are the type of people who are greedy and they want yeah. power. So I think we should elect, in our perfect society... A person who's shown um, devout dedication to the community and to, exactly. to the people. Exactly. That's yeah. another thing that Plato. I, I keep saying Plato. I think it was Plato. <laughs> uh, yeah. Another thing that he that this guy pointed out um, was that your utmost. You don't have property. Your utmost value is the community that you operate for. Um, Being a leader takes sacrifices. Now this circles back around to where we are now we don't quite have that yet we could probably start that and get it in the works now but as for now um leadership will be a whole nother topic um but we have to find a way to get the prisoners out of prison in some way shape or form um ah, what, what what did we start talking about leaders for it related to prisoners I don't know. You're the one that was talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you t- started with therapy, and then you we moved on to uh, not owning anything with the the leaders. Oh, that was after. Okay, well we'll, we'll just start from where we remember. Um, okay. So prisoners, you're killing a lot of people, right? You're forced to be in this uh, secluded home by yourself. Uh, therapy. At some point, you'll be able to work your way out, right? So, if you can convince the therapist to be put on lower standards, if if we're starting at the max here, um, you get put in, say, like a community of similar people. Anybody who acts out gets sent back. The worst part is going to be losing lives. Maybe we can just make permanent sentences for some of these people, but also remember... The only people that will be there, these prisoners, were all the, the same type of people, right? They were yeah. all mass murderers, and if they get mass murdered, you know, I, I'm sorry. But um, the people who can work their way up 
get in that community. They should be verified by a professional. Can I point out something? Yeah. So in order for the society to work, you have to have uh, the people who empower the society to agree with your um, incentives, right? Communism. That's where the leadership came in. So we have to have a, a balance of checks and powers. Like just how the United States is, we have to make sure they're checked but uh, that's not my point. My point is that how do we satisfy the victims' families that this person who murdered them is getting the rightful punishment? Also, we're not worried about rightful rehabilitation. Rehabilitation. I can't speak. Rehabilitation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in this perfect society, we wouldn't be worried about satisfying families for justice. But in the slightest. The society wouldn't work if the people who run the society are satisfied with your rules. Right. In, in the perfect society, uh, once we get it running, not from now, in the future, there we would move to a position where you don't need satisfaction. You say, oh, wow, that, that really sucks. But you're also in the mental state. You have the psychotherapy. Uh, you have, I don't want to say medications, but you're not also, again, R2-D2, the whole story that we started with. Um, on the previous episode, everybody's in a mental state where they can, where they would genuinely be okay. Like it would suck; they might be sad, but also they would immediately have free resources to the the kind of people that would help them become better. Um, and that's a whole another topic: uh, mental health, uh, physical health, um, prisoners. Um, what was your question? Have we answered it yet? Uh, you basically did. Yeah, you, you're basically saying that uh, people, the victims' families would be in the right mind state that they wouldn't want to get revenge punishment on them because right. they're happy with the perfect society that we've created for them. And getting to that point, it's, it's just going to suck. Because after that point, um, again, freedom versus security. So we're basically trying to ring the... <clears throat> the ape-like tendencies from humanity exactly yeah. that that constant uh, need and desire which is directly stems from greed and wanting to basically be top of the pack those are the best genes that always survived the best of the best the ones that were able to take everything and that's how we became uh, top of the food chain we were just smart enough aggressive too exactly yeah that's what we're trying to weed out. So we're trying to foster understanding, forgiveness, and love in this new society. Exactly. We're trying to find a way to jump out of that box to escape our evolutionary, almost shackles. Yeah, right? exactly. Right, because I, <laughs> the sexual thoughts, they are invasive. Uh, hunger, right? It's 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 nece- necessary to a certain point. But once you just start munching down on chips, that doesn't help you. It hurts you. Gluttony. Uh, exactly. All these these things that just bring you down because of human tendencies. Um, that's, what that's what we're trying to weed out. Uh, so prisoners, uh, top down, the worst, uh, are secluded, and they get less and less secluded. Bigger and bigger communities until we are convinced that they can go back out into normal society. Um, we won't go too much into detail. We'll move on there. But basically, long story short, seclusion, but still comfort. We're not putting them in a padded cell. Seclusion, pl- seclusion plus rehabilitation plus... 
Yes, give them the same benefits as every other person in that society with the added rule of seclusion so as to make sure you don't hurt anybody So else. let me ask you this. What do you do with the ones that do not comply? I mean, even though you've tried, like, let's say they're in the 100 round. Nothing changes. If they just so happen to stay there the rest of their lives, it's not because we told them to. It's not because a judge said they have to. It's just because they never put themselves in a position to get out. They are in control of their fate. If they really can't control for whatever neurological reasons, if they really can't help but murdering people, then they still get the comforts of life. They, they can still have health care, food, all that. Um, but they are not in a position where they can hurt other people at the same time. In a perfect society, we shouldn't blame somebody for a human brain getting screwed up. If you pop out and your wires don't get connected right but what if that's all you are you're just that ape without a soul well if we can find a way to figure out who doesn't doesn't <laughs> yeah. have a soul you know we, we can and how do we how do we fund this fund and perfect society wouldn't need money government rules um funding from here government rules it, it basically not i think i think if the government rules then individuals would lose personal freedom because the government would control everything. Now, here's another thing. Who makes the decisions? The people. The people. Okay, so what, you take everybody on the planet, 50-50 vote? Oh, it's a whole planetary union? With, that's, that's the Without end, any borders? That's the end goal. That would be awesome. There might be borders, just for simplicity's sake. Um, I think it'll just be like kind of similar to our how we pick today. We We'd pick a representative of our area. It's still one country. It'll be sectioned into areas, like issue. you said. That is inherently flawed. Uh, I could point out reasons, but I'm not going to for the sake of it clearly is flawed because it's not currently working. We aren't in a perfect society. The reason it's Period. not working is because uh, the people vote for the president and also the, the representative they have elected, to they vote for the presidents too. But they're more picking towards the representative you elected instead of the individual votes. That's why it doesn't work. There's a popular vote and there's a electoral vote. And then when it's almost 50-50, they just pick one. Hmm. So who really has the power here? <laughs> it's hard to say if 50-50 would work because it's well documented in science that democracy, or I don't want to say democracy, that things like 50-50 votes work really well in small communities, um, but it starts to collapse because then you have masses of people who disagree with the outcome. And then you just have to put them all in the housing. But then you have to convince people to build the housing. It's just... So if, we need money. Okay. It would take an entire episode to describe the society it would take another episode to describe how to get there from here so i think we should just skip to the perfect society because i'm, I'm not sure if, if we really have the knowledge or experience or the skills foresight everything needed to be able to convert the just mess of countries and uh, ideologies and religions and convince them all to follow this thing without leaving our ape-like tendencies behind. If, if we can get this one really awesome government with a bunch of resources and 
soldiers on the ground and just force everybody to comply. Maybe we could do it swiftly, but... That wouldn't be a perfect society, would it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the means to an end. Are you really going to murder a bunch of people so you can stop murdering people? Exactly, yeah. Uh, it brings up a whole other debate in psychology of... Um, or, not psychology, philosophy of... Is it okay to kill two people to save ten? Or should you do nothing, right? Don't kill anybody, but then a hundred people die. Totally different, uh, I'll say can of beans this time. Totally different can of beans. We, we can maybe get to that in another episode. So we're talking as if it's already a thing. We're talking as if it's already a okay. thing at this point. Okay, I got you. Yeah, we, we tried. It's, I, <laughs> it's just going to take too much brain power that we aren't even going to be able... Like, everything's going to be, I don't know, but maybe this. I don't know, but maybe that. Let's, re- let's do a bunch of research and make a whole other episode about yeah. it. Yeah, that sounds great. Hey, tune in, guys. Yeah, tune in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we've got prisons. Uh, we've got the leader, right? The leader is... Do you think of any other... Can you think of any other better way to select a leader? Or maybe should it be leaders? I think that's perfect. It's a... Uh, we pick somebody who is, uh, has a good input into society who doesn't necessarily want to be a leader, but they're very good at helping people and they're really good at their foresight and their... Somebody who has both the nature and the nurture. Yes, exactly. Right. Uh, assuming that they're both separate. Some people believe it's just nature, but either way, the, it works. Whichever one is true, the system would work. Um, so then uh, these people would already follow them because they trust in the perfect society. Um, and if they don't trust in it at some point, you know, they don't really have an option. A few generations go by, everybody trusts it because clearly it works. And a leader is just a figurehead. We also need to create some way to check this leader. Um, that's the thing. In this society, you won't check the leader because... how would you, Okay, how would you check the leader? Let, let's hear that first. We would create different ways like uh <laughs> oh yeah uh so we have a leader as a figurehead who makes some decisions we can create it's kind of it's kind of like united states based but without any uh without a two-party system and without uh, a lot of money involved so they get paid just like a base person they don't get millions of dollars we're, we're don't excluding get, money here we don't need money because everybody's fed equally yeah, so based on what doctors say they need. Well, we also need money because everybody has a right to indulge in whatever they want to buy. You know? Indulge, that's the thing. Indulgence leads... So if you're working hard for something, you're going to want to go on a vacation. No, you don't need, you don't need money for that. You're going to yeah. want to get a new bike. You want to ride a motorcycle. If you, don't, if you don't give people money, if you don't pay them, then it's just no better than a, was a socialist country what is what a socialist socialism is uh they get shit for like free health care free this free that everybody gets there everybody's equal no i think it's communism i'm sorry socialist communism there you go what's so, wrong with with free health care I, I like to be given food for existing well the thing is like they give free ca- health care and like so let's say you're i'm bob well, here's, and you're jimmy right? right jimmy works 50 60 hours a week working his ass off right 
Bob only works 40 to 30 hours a week, right? Jimmy and Bob live in a communist country. Jimmy doesn't get paid for his work. His income goes to Bob. Bob and Jimmy share it 50-50. Do you think that's fair? Well, you're assuming that there are... Okay, this is a big issue with, like, a CEO making billions a year, um, but he doesn't step foot in the places that he owns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's worked his way up, sure, but at this point he's spending money on things like at that point has he earned his right to just not care anymore and just do whatever he wants and not contribute to society no that's why we have taxes taxes okay so in the society now these people get taxes right they give money back in a perfect society they can't get tax breaks they have to pay their dues they have to pay their dues how much money are they left with uh, enough to for them to one uh, feel successful for their success that they have uh, assuming that the CEOs are elected in this perfect society as a um, real real quick though uh, there's a big issue that I'm worried about you you can't you shouldn't be able to give money away because if like say you're a billionaire you have a son if billionaires still exist if you're a billionaire billionaire you have a son you give him, say, half a billion dollars, suddenly he has all this money that he didn't work for, right? I mean, I agree to a certain degree, but if you are you bust your ass and you amass... I mean, after, like, a billion dollars, what? why do you need more money, you know? Exactly. That's, that's, that's <laughs> the point. Yeah, but uh, if you're busting your ass to be able to better provide for your family and your kids, you should be able to give some sort of accommodation to your child so he can continue your business or reinvest in uh, whatever society they're going around. Because we are going to have private businesses, right, in this perfect society? Uh, Everything can't be government-owned. Why not? Because, again, remember, you're thinking of, you might be thinking of right now, today, in the world we live in. In this perfect society, people are not dopamine hijacked. Uh, the leader is not greed influenced, right? He's not allowed to have things that would make his brain wire in that way. Uh, he's been raised from a very young age based on personality um, to be this leader. And this government would be trustworthy and trusted by its people. That's the whole point, because if you, the, the point of a perfect society, or not the point, an important part of a perfect society is a decision maker. But if you can't trust that decision maker, then it's not a perfect society. The only way to make this decision maker uh, trustworthy enough to lead an entire, let's say, planet, is to make sure 100% that he is mentally uh, appropriate for the job personality you're, desires you're speaking as if the president the head of the globe is going to be able to to worry about a small business in your local village right now this <laughs> guy um, is just the big decision maker but the same exact process will go for each descending leader as well and this head guy is Basically, his most imp- one of his most important roles 
is those checks and balances. Yeah. To check and balance the ones under him. In order to be to be appointed for that highest role, you need to maybe be a certain age and have a perfect record of some sort. You have to have been examined your whole life. All this, whatever ridiculous standards, it's the the it's the the leader of the world. It yeah. won't be a position you can work up to. It will be a position that you have had to just so happen to have a great childhood. Something that you had to be born to lead just in your personality. You can't work hard and become the leader of the world. You have to be predisposed to not be a greedy person. Predisposed yeah. to not be somebody who's going to lead people wrong. This is the guy that everybody's going to be checking and balancing in order for him to get there in the first place. And then again, once he's there, there will be preventative measures to prevent his corruption, and he will be checking and balancing the leaders below him. But who who checked and balanced the people who are going to check and balance him in the first place? This is getting into the issue of how are we going to get there from here. Yeah, okay, okay, um, never mind. Forget that question. I mean, Anyways, I think that... Um, so if you want to open a small business in this corner, you see this nice building that you want to no, open. Real, real quick, to get there, it would be just small little baby steps, and at some point it would yeah. slowly sift in. But, you know, okay, go ahead. So let's say uh, you've worked really hard and you saved enough money to... You want to... There's a little kitty corner. There's a nice little shop that you want to open, like a flower shop, right? Right. Uh, you don't want to work at the company you've been working for, for anymore, so... This you want to purchase government that. regulated company by a person who has been the the company itself isn't owned the leader of let's say that city who has been uh, observed from birth is leading all of the companies in there and then uh, anybody can run the company anybody who complains will be checked and possibly replaced yeah but okay. he wants to work at a flower shop. His own flower shop. <laughs> Sorry. So he wants to. He saved this money. He wants to buy this building and open a nice little flower shop. Right. And you, you want to purchase it, and then you go, and then they say, "No, we own it. You're gonna work there for us, but we own that shop." Hmm. You think that's a perfect society right there? Oh, here's another question: Are we gonna hold people to the same standards as the leader? Are we gonna let? corruption in because uh, owning things it's great freedom versus security here's a really big philosophical issue with perfect society a utopia yeah. is freedom versus security again communism under a perfect leader uh, we're, we're trying to figure out a way to sprinkle freedom in there but that also means that you have wiggle room for corruption you have wiggle room for things like people becoming greedy and becoming envious and and wanting to do bad things for the sake of their own selfish desires that have stemmed from this wiggle room i think what you're coming from is like i think you're i don't think we should not not you but i, I don't think we should ban small businesses but mega corporations who have extreme amount of power that are not checked because they're a privately owned mega yeah. corporation that's a problem i agree with that how about how about if you become a mega corporation you can make money, but it's also required to have not somebody watch over you. It has to be a check and balanced, regulated leader, like somebody who worked his not worked his way up there, who was chosen, but um, down the line, direct line to 
the leader of the world down to maybe a leader of the country down to a leader of the state or whatever. Yeah. Um, he was checked in every sense from birth so we can trust him and rely on him based on the faith we have in our world leader. Um, he would have to monitor and just just the same as the president. Uh, let's, let's just call him president. I so he's going to be a government official working in the mega corporation. Uh, the leader of the world, I'm saying. I'm going to call him president just yeah. to have a shorter word. Okay. Uh, so the president of the world. So the president is... Uh, uh, let's say chain of command say the owner of the business doesn't like the appointed leader um, of this business because there's a leader of the state who has been appointed then there's also the leader of well, I guess we could also just have the leader of the state monitor your your company because these leaders their only job their only job is to monitor the things happening underneath them yeah. so they'll have time to do it right um and they don't need paperwork because they have faith. What? Can I add a, another way we can check and balance the president? Yeah. Um, we should. So obviously there's going to be multiple people who are going to be like the president being raised at the same time, right? Yeah. And also there's the issue of running out of people. Yeah, of course. But assuming it's a world government, <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be plenty of people to go around. I'm worried about running out of people first. state. People would have to be transferred, moved around probably, but yeah. Yeah, so... Maybe the people who aren't as adequate as the one true leader or the president, we can create a parliament of those people, and those people can check and balance everybody. So you're saying, like, the same thing as a president, except it's, like, presidents. Bunch of presidents, yeah. But they're not the, but they the don't, president. They don't run countries. They all run the world as a whole. Yes, they... they uh, and then we can vote and re-elect each single one of them as well, that's the, the population. Thing. Freedom, because in the... I don't remember the guy. I'll just say Plato again. I don't remember if it was Plato. <laughs> in his world, he said, you can't have things like family, because, again, corruption it leads to... You have ownership of something. It, it It's... Uh, I forget how Sounds like the Communist Manifesto. Exactly. <laughs> It's security versus freedom. For true security, an actual perfect society, it has to be a communism. But we don't want that. We have families today. We're used to it, and we like that. Hypothetically, in this communist um, alternative world, people would be born in it. They'd be used to it. And ideally, they'd be happy. But... We're, uh, I'm, I'm trying to avoid promoting communism in this, this idea. I'm trying to have a world where we can have our own property, where we can yeah. learn, we can make our own mistakes. We can have these, I should be able these to highs and lows. I should be able to go live in a forest and live in my lumber house and hunt every day if a I want to. Exactly. <laughs> um, now, uh, parliament, what, what was the question? I was just saying, like, the people who aren't as capable as the president but are still capable create a parliamentary system of those people and then we can elect each single candidate there was something before that I, i'm sorry i'm so tired <laughs> <laughs> it's okay yeah i've been working so much um yeah no i i guess i guess yeah that's fine there was another thing that i'm missing. i also have another question what uh what do we do with the jobs that nobody wants to work mm. Like, oh right! I remember. I remember the we were getting into freedom versus security. Yes. Pure security, um, you know, we're avoiding that because we want the freedoms. 
Yes. Um, Perfect it, society equals freedom. Yes. And security. Uh, well, that's the thing. Uh, perfect society technically equals communism, um, where you don't have room to screw up this, the world around you. Yeah. But that's not really... Like, do we want to live in a world like that, where you don't have the freedom to do the things that you want to do? Uh, that's that's where we're... Less perfect society, I guess, more uh, utopia. I mean, in, in our philosophical way, yeah. how we, so what, what we deem as a perfect society uh, let, is... Let's, let's stop saying uh, a perfect society for the sake of including the sprinkle of freedom and fun in there for utopia. Let's it's a utopia. Yeah, we're making a utopia here. Okay. Um, you have uh, security in that the parliament or president or whatever of the world has final say 100% but he's not controlling every aspect of your life yes yes so um, a trusted leader yeah you can have businesses but there's also a cap on that it's a balance between freedom and security you can't become a billionaire because then you'll have too much money um corruption corruption yes you shouldn't be able to buy your way out of prison or you shouldn't be able to buy your way out of life in general yeah you can just sit on your butt for the rest of your life and then not have to work for anything while everybody around you has to work just to make you know whatever they do um so you were also saying what do we do with the jobs that nobody wants to work right um that would be uh the government thing where you're going to force people to work jobs? You're going to have to. Uh, How's that a perfect society or utopia? A utopia. I think that's where the automation should come into play. Yeah, yeah. That's robots? A good now, if we're avoiding robots, though, in this utopia, uh, again, it's not a perfect society. There's freedom. There are highs, which mean there will be lows. Yeah. You can't make every human happy unless you're literally controlling every aspect of their life from birth. Conditioning them to just be happy all the time, which is what we're trying to avoid. You should have the freedom. You should have free will. Exactly. So there is going to be things that just don't line up with what the people want, but that's the cost of them having the freedom. Uh, Maybe we can have a way out at any point if you want to stop. Like, say, hey, I keep making just terrible choices. Like, I started smoking nicotine a year ago, for example, and I, I just, I don't know what to do anymore. Then you can ha- ask to have these communistic ideals up the, applied to you, and then maybe you can like move to a communist state or something. If you really want to be part of that robotic society where you... You don't want to have free will. Exactly, where yeah. it sucks while you uh, get rid of that, that that balance that you've knocked yourself out of. You've hijacked your dopamine right you've had your pendulum swung to the high you write out the rest of your lows in this communist society with support therapists the same you know where it's it's not just communism do what i say or you die it's communism i regulate everything you do when you're depressed you get help or medicine if that's what we decide is, is if, if that's what we figure out so, is actually helpful. You get all the food you need. You can have, you know, a perfect society. But at the same time, you can't have these highs of freedom that 
force your brain into a pendulum-based low. That makes sense. Yeah. So you, you. So, you think that you should be able to sign your rights away if you feel like you're. And then. If you if you want to, essentially, yeah. Yeah, and and maybe maybe have. It's like, very interesting. I, I don't want people to get like stuck there either, though. Like maybe have studies. So not sign your li- free will away. You go in there. You walk in. Be like, contract. hey, help me. And then they're yes. like, okay. And then whenever you want, he goes, okay, goodbye, and so you walk no, out. No, not there. Almost. You have a uh, walk in there. Hey, help me. Okay. Based on everything, uh, based on uh, what we've seen, uh, I don't want to say that. I'm going to say based on everybody before you. On everybody before you, it took this long for the worst of the worst to get rid of their pendulum, uh, pendulum backswing. Of so like alcohol addiction. Exactly. So we're talking about a rehab, basically. Yeah, and then once this general period is over, that we're positive, you will be in the state of neutrality by that yeah. point. And, and this goes back to the religion episode. Different religions call it different things. Uh, nirvana. Um, what is it? Uh, Christians call it heaven, but that's uh, Christians also call it a completely separate place. A state of nirvana is a destruction of your ego. Uh, exactly. Um, but less specifically nirvana and more the lack of highs and lows that come with nirvana. So you don't have to reach enlightenment to live in this. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, but but you, at the same time, you lose, like, like for example, monks, they, they eat food, they sleep, you know, they do the normal things, but they don't watch TV. They don't have super yummy food all the time but they don't have disgusting food either it's food that keeps them alive yeah yeah you have this neutrality of emotion where you don't have these super high highs but that also means you aren't forced into the lows either that's what i mean by nirvana not actual nirvana yeah yeah um but yeah no once you reach the period you live there for long enough um the people who run it say, yeah, okay, so um, at this point, you're there, your highs you haven't had for a while, and now you've ridden out all of your lows. Your lows should be gone by now. Do you feel like that's the case? Like, yeah, I feel just, you know, normal. It's living life. It's, it's yeah. nice. It, do you want to go back? Do I want to go back to the... People get the option to go back. Oh, okay. And I got you. if you choose to go back, clean slate... You can always walk back in, starts over again, you wait until you feel like. Um, so we're rehabbing these people, giving them the option, and hopefully of, after their addiction or whatever they're going through is over, they're thankful. Not necessarily that. addiction. Remember last episode? Um, drugs. Your phone. Yeah, drugs. So Highly palatable foods. Drugs. All yeah. of them. Scrolling through your phone. Drugs. It it's does addiction. the same exact thing. Yes, and it it literally does the exact same thing as drugs, just on a lower level. Once you're rehabbed from all of those very low-level and currently socially acceptable drugs, um, then you you can decide to leave if you so choose. Go back to your mild drugs. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, All right, so that takes care of that. We were on a track earlier before that started. Something about uh, jobs, own a business, billionaire, no billionaires. Um, do you? What I, are you asking me? <laughs> I'm, I'm, 
I'm curious. I want to go back a little further than okay, that. Okay, we actually. can go back. I don't remember what you were saying anyways, but before we were talking about this hypothetical question, you said something about giving money to your sons or daughters or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, giving money to them for what exactly? Because you've worked so hard to provide a better life for your You won't wife, need to provide anything. You all have shelter you all have food you all have okay so why do we need ceos why does somebody need to do more work to watch over everybody else even though they're going to get paid the same um just for the sake of owning your own thing you make a business you're the ceo of that business so i guess you would never be able to get to that point in the first place because you can have your own shop you can have your own business so who's going to be manager Uh, nobody's going to manage that guy will own that place but he can't own like say five places yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. You work so hard, you create a business, your business is prosperous. Maybe you have to go through checks and balances. Ask the state. Be like, uh, yeah, you can have this many, and they will all be run by appointed people. Um, they will do what you ask them to. As I'm not long talking as... about like opening more shops. I'm talking about like giving your kids money. Oh. So you work so hard, create this business, spend money advertising, spend time advertising build it up from scratch you are the leader you get employees because you have worked so hard by yourself here's the issue you your son did not work for it yeah but it's your son mm-hmm. you should have a right to give your son money i'm not talking about back billions or mega corporations back to plato you don't get a son necessarily you have your kid taken from you immediately and you go back to living life and he's raised, educated, fed... By the government. By, I strongly disagree with that. Yeah, now, I'm not saying this is what we do. <laughs> not at all saying yeah. this is what we do. Um, I'm saying the idea of having your own family makes you want to do things like this. Where just because he's your son, just because you're... You so happened to be born to a rich guy. Does that mean you automatically deserve all the things he has? Um, well, assuming that... Well, I'm not talking about me. So if I have a son, yeah, and if I work hard, starting from business from scratch... For him. Setting the pay stubs. Not for him, for everybody in my family. Not even okay, a son, no, a daughter, Okay, now, let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. You saying that in this hypothetical society is like saying I worked hard to become an expert runner. I worked 24 hours like 5 days a week and I am just and you know go the whole 9 yards, go 10 yards um to become this awesome expert runner. Yeah. And it's what you want to do. It's what you've always wanted um but you were born without legs. You, <laughs> you how, can't. How could you be working that many hours to be a runner? Wheelchair. I don't know. The, the, one without legs. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter. The thing <laughs> is, you're working for something that you can't have. The, ignore bionic legs. We're just saying that that's not the point. The point I'm making is that you're working hard for money to pay for things for your family when that is not allowed because they didn't work for it. Maybe you can give him... Like a, a nice phone or something. There's, That's what I'm saying. I disagree with that incentive that it is not allowed because... Uh, oh, oh, sorry. I'm forgetting the base argument here. Freedom versus security. It's a yeah. balance. So you can't give him a bunch of money. Is that what you're saying? I'm bas- Yeah, I'm basically... So if you worked so hard, 
You know what it takes to start a business? Yeah. A lot. I mean, no, but... <laughs> a lot. Yeah. It takes a lot to start a business. Many sleepless nights. So, you put in all this work that somebody else didn't do. Yeah. Just... So, just for you, the for government what? to take the money from you and give it to somebody else that didn't do as much work as you did. That doesn't make sense. You should be able to give all that work that you... No, here's another thing. You're not allowed to have so much money because, um, how about, oh, no, no, sorry. You can't make a certain amount of, because if you're taking, like, X amount of money from your employees, but they're only making, like, a fraction of that, right? Um, You can't walk away with, say, a million dollars. A month, I don't know. Well, your your employees also shouldn't be making as much as you because they weren't the ones putting in all those sleepless nights. Yeah, they were out there, and you're the, being and, lazy, and that <laughs> follows through because you're making money from each individual one of them. Yeah, all the sacrifices you put in, yeah, now it, you get to reap the benefits, and it adds up to each one of them. Yeah, but maybe we should have a minimum. Yeah, I agree with the minimum. Like, like a minimum wage. Like if you if you make any more than uh, $999,000 million, uh, congratulations, you won the game. But now stop all your money so goes somewhere else. Yeah, stop working so hard. There's no point. We're not going to yeah. let you become this monster. Then you take their money, the, all the extra income they make, and you invest it in... Uh, like poorer places in order to create if, if you a wanna, utopia. If you if you want to really be like like extra about it, yeah. <laughs> you take their if you, you take their money right and then invest it in their own buildings. Like, hey, uh, you made all this extra money, but you aren't allowed to have it. But we're not going to give it away either. Yeah. We're going to make sure that it is spent on your on, community, on you, yeah. right? Things that in, in affect you because you worked for it. But at the same time, I'm not going to let you walk away and buy the entire country stock of Nintendo Switch just exactly. to sell it at a higher value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, that, like, that certain amount of that money, after he dies, it should be allowed to go to his uh, kids. So it's not enough for them to be constantly, uh, like, for their, like, ten generations to be rich. It's just enough for that kid to also prosper from his dad's hard work. No, I don't know how I feel. I think there should also be a cap balance. Freedom versus security. Maximum freedom, well, you get all the money you want. If you he can use that money to exploit systems. Yeah. And but, that's that's no bueno. But if the children don't use the money right, they'll go into a state of poverty anyway. Not poverty, but like base. Well, as long like, as you're, Just as everybody else. And, and uh, okay, so I, I, I'm not sure, but for the sake of the podcast, I'll, I'll move on, but... Um, yeah, it's been going on for a minute. <laughs> coming, coming from me, I'll say maybe. Yeah. Just so I don't have to go into detail. Okay. I don't want to bring up again um, a minimum wage because I was trying to do it without money, but that's, again, communism. Um, yeah. So you make money, but you have to have a minimum wage that you work. Are, are we going to make people work 40 hours a week? Is that something? I think I strongly believe in uh, four days a week uh Five hours a day, that's perfect. That's awesome. It's enough to enjoy life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, how how about um, we're two dudes sitting in a closet? Uh, <laughs> Literally, the audience that is listening to us, we're sitting in the closet <laughs> after work. <laughs> so, so maybe you work. Uh, humble beginnings, am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So maybe you work 
24-7 every day of your life. Maybe you work an hour every week. Uh, I don't know. But um, whatever the case is, if you work this specific amount of hours at any job, you are paid enough to get uh, to afford, let's say, housing, food, which yeah. is what our minimum Basic wage needs. is supposed to be doing. Exactly, yeah. But there, I know 100% I've worked several jobs where I would work like 48 hours, over 48 hours every week and still wouldn't make enough to give, like I would pay rent for a crappy apartment, right? I would be still on food stamps to get food. Um, I wouldn't buy fast food and I could still barely afford diapers for the child that I wanted to have. Yeah, you're starving. Well, so we should set the minimum again, wage foods. high. Oh, yeah, I was starving because I was on food stamps. Yeah. Yeah, so minimum wage in, let's say, America, it's, I'm sorry, it just doesn't cut it. This is coming from it's, somebody who... I think who, it's 725. Like, what the heck? I, I, Who's going to survive off that? This is coming from somebody who budgeted, right? Yeah. Who was very specific in the things that were spent, who f- had... Um, meals planned for weeks in advance um, when we didn't have food stamps. Yeah. And it still was barely enough just to get by. Um, and at that point, you're in a constant state of poverty because you need to keep working to be able to barely get was by. over... So this is... That's not minimum wage. Minimum wage yeah. is something that you can live comfortably. Again, this is a utopia. You should be happy and stress-free, not stressed out about oh, am I going to make rent next month yeah like yes you're going to make rent next month as long as you do your due diligence of working in the community yes now let's say for example you get injured what? you uh, maybe go into coma I say yeah. government pays his bills until he comes out of the coma yeah isn't that what the government does right now I'm pretty sure you get uh, either like if you work or if you get hurt at work you get a compensation for that. Oh, workers comp? Yeah. Oh, right, right. Forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Um, but then also, uh, let's say your legs get chopped off. There's also things in place, at least in America, to help with that. Yeah. But uh, from what I remember, it's not enough to pay normal so bills. in this utopia, we're going to make it enough. Yeah, exactly. We're going to make it enough. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but if your legs get chopped off and they're not going to grow back um, in this utopia maybe we can pay for bionic legs for you right free healthcare yeah technology you're a human you deserve to exist yeah. I, I do agree with and the free healthcare incentive yeah you shouldn't have to work harder because you cut the flu Yes. And you shouldn't have to work harder and make more money to pay for bionic legs because, I don't know, you fell Which down. Which will drive you more into poverty because you're also barely getting by anyway. Exactly. Uh, maybe we can enact some sort of thing like if you were doing something stupid and like you lost a finger, maybe the government won't pay for that. But even then, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I really care. You know, just fix the dude, let him go work. Yeah, exactly. And the faster he gets back to work, and the more it'll be better for the society. No, that takes care of uh, money, paying bills, rent, food. Uh, who owns the houses? I think people should own the houses. Why, why would they not? Um, I, I don't see necessarily any reason why they wouldn't, um, except for specifically in today's society. People who own a lot of houses 
usually make a lot of money. That's another issue altogether. You know, you make money, buy more houses, and make more money, buy more houses, and it compounds until you're just this massive, you know, um, the house seller. And at some point, you can just buy the whole local area. People don't want to move because their entire family lives there, but you own most of the houses. So they either get this crap house that you don't own, um, or they buy one of the jacked-up rent places that you've purposely jacked up the rent on. So you believe that you shouldn't be able to buy houses? You're giving houses? Because if you, you're going to buy a house and it's going to be owned by the government, then why would you buy a house? No, that's not what I'm saying. You can buy a house. But if you're a, a landlord, right, after a certain amount of income, you become regulated by these checks and balances. Yeah. Where, you know, if you make a certain amount of money, it, uh, I don't know yet. Either you just are checked and balanced the rest of your life to make sure you don't spend it being selfish and hurtful to the community. Because, again, the whole point is to make sure that nobody's harming the community. But you also get... Um rewarded for your hard work yeah so either we take the money and put it back into your community or your possessions or whatever or we just make sure you're not doing something stupid i don't know um but yeah no owning owning houses is fine yeah i feel like you should be able to and if you want to get a bigger house you can get a bigger house yeah that's one of your free you have a right to do that yeah no before that you were saying or uh I was saying who owns the houses. Um, I think I think that's everything on property owning. Uh, education. <sighs> I think education. It's yes. Very important to change our education. I cannot tell you the last time I did the little thing where you have the equal sign and you minus something on one side and then you minus it on the other side. Oh, algebra. Yeah, oh, most of it. Some of it was definitely useful. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you once where I used, like... I, I, the, the point is... Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Exactly. <laughs> I would say maybe um, reinvent, right? Yeah. Because I had no idea how to do my taxes. I um, I still kind of don't. I just ask H&R Block to do it every couple years or so. I'll I'll do it myself on another app that makes it easy for me. TurboTax. Uh, my point exactly. I think it's important to learn how to get a job, what you need to do to make a resume, how to buy a house, you know. Yeah, and you should be. they should also teach you things that you're interested about, not disinterested about. Yeah, so like if you're going into the, the, that's 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 the thing though. I maybe don't make school part of learning how to work because then you kind of got to yeah. shotgun it because if they end up wanting something else in communism, you're stuck with your job the rest of your life. Uh, maybe specific systems will be in place to have otherwise, but in this utopia, uh, we want freedom. If you want a different job, you can get a different job. But now suddenly you want a job that you haven't been educated in. So let's skip the biology classes. Let's do basic math that you need for a, a regular life, um, common knowledge, right? Yeah. Um, but anytime you want a job, you have to go to school for it. Um, maybe don't require payment for school for the sake that you're going to school 
to contribute to the community. Yeah, you, but, you're technically yeah. working by going to that school. So if you're going to school, you have, you get your paycheck, right? That way, so school counts as work basically. So every job also has a training process essentially. Yeah. Which is how things are now, but it's a more in depth. Like you are taught the things you need. It's not assumed you have a high school diploma, because that doesn't mean the same thing anymore. You you don't know biology. You don't know algebra. If you need to go into this job. You have training because even if you do know algebra, you're re-upped on the specific algebra you need to know because different jobs have different so you're kind sh- of algebra. Sharpened for, for the job. Exactly, you're sharpened before the job. Uh, what what else do you think we should have in education? Um, I agree with your main points. I do. Um, we should be able to learn things we want to learn, or the, well, the basic coverage of the education should be the things that would help you survive in the real world. Right. And anything other than that is the things that you're interested in learning for your job. And uh, we should make college a free for free, but when we, I don't know. I'm kind of stuck in the middle. Uh, I believe in free college because uh, people who want to go to college usually want to do better jobs than basic... Uh, what do they call it? Uh, white collar? Uh, I don't know. No, not You're saying collar. if you want to help the community in a more impactful way, you should you should be able. Yeah, to you should be able to go to college for free, and uh, but that also I would say so, I would say pay your rent. Again, you're doing this to better the society. But if everybody goes to college and gets a college degree job, then uh, who does welding? Who uh, does manufacturing? Who does you know? But then, then I thought about it. I'm kind of stuck in the middle. If we have robots, then the robots can take for the work gap that we have, for, for the labor gap. You want to... So everybody if, can... Yeah, let's, if let's we say have. if we don't, what then? Uh, then I believe we should be able to pay for college because then that... I don't know. It wouldn't be a utopia then because people who aren't able to afford college, they're fine where they are at, so they work a uh, basic job. Now, if... Uh, are you agreeing to government paying your college? I'm agreeing to free college, okay, not so, government paying for it. I mean, it should so be then, free essentially, but so you have to work on the side to pay your bills, and then you also go to college. Yeah. Okay, and then um, and make the courses difficult for the things that are going to be able to pay you higher, so you're not. How about for different jobs? The only jobs that will pay higher are the jobs that are genuinely more difficult, not yeah. more important. Gut-wrenching. So, <laughs> like, uh, let's say teachers, they don't get paid any like, very much right Which now. Which is stupid. Yeah, but it's very difficult because you have to deal with children. Sorry. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> children. Yeah, and, uh, you know what I mean, though. So you get paid normal at least. There's that minimum wage, but for a teacher... Um, you get paid like a little higher for the sake of its difficulty. Yeah. Right. Um, but then there's also things like doctors. Your paycheck won't get skyrocketed. Nobody will be in it for the money. But your paycheck will be significantly raised. Because of the difficulty of the job. For the sake that it's genuinely difficult. Now, yeah. something like, say, rocket science. Building rockets and getting us to space. Jesus. 
That sounds like a hard-ass job. Yeah, maybe they get paid a a reasonable amount more, but at the same time, they shouldn't be in an entire separate class. Like, I'm better than you because I'm a rocket scientist. I mean, yeah. So we want to ixnay the classes, try to keep everybody in the same general tax bracket, so to speak. Taxes? Uh, Not taxes. I mean, like, pay range. Um... Because, again, if you work more, you just get more. But yeah, but everybody has the same opportunities to work more. Because if you just don't have the brain for rocket science... If you pay everybody relatively the same, then nobody's going to have an incentive to do any better. Then they're always just going to stay mediocre, and we're going to run out of doctors and rocket scientists. No, I'm not saying pay everybody the same. I'm oh. saying pay, like, if somebody makes $20 an hour, you're not going to have a rocket scientist make 100 an hour. Maybe. Why not? Mm. I don't know. They're rocket scientists rather than a janitor. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Oh, jeez. Um. <laughs> you should pay a rocket scientist more than a janitor, my man. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, there's issues. Because like, the janitor will never become a rocket scientist because a rocket scientist get paid the same as a janitor. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Uh, people do want to do these things and people would never be in the job for just the sake of the money but then there is also the issue that sometimes you're just gonna run out of rocket scientists maybe I, I don't know I think I think this is more of an issue like we don't know what's gonna happen maybe a bunch of people who love the role will come in to fill right but then also maybe nobody will fill the role because it just doesn't pay that goes back to Jimmy and Bobby reference that I made earlier what uh, Jimmy doesn't work, Bobby works, but oh. Bobby and Jimmy gets paid the same. Yeah, okay, so, <laughs> so well, I'll, I'll tag this one. Uh, my opinion is we don't have enough information how it would work yet. Um, ideally, though, ideally, they would get paid the same, and people who love their job would do their job. Um, Everybody has a job that they love. That's very flawed. What? I hate that idea. Why? Because if you're doing a harder job, you should be able to get more money for the that hard, job. The harder job, you get paid 40 as opposed to somebody else getting paid 20 Instead of well, getting paid 100 versus 20 What determines that? Well, I, I'm, I'm saying that you get paid more, but so there's not... there's not a gap, that much gap? Yeah, exactly. You're, but if you're in wiping the same floors, general class. If you're wiping floors instead of doing complex mathematical equations and building a huge-ass rocket to shoot you in the space. Then you make you a minimum. You make just enough. Get between 100 and 20. If, if you're mopping floors, you get enough to not just survive, but you get yeah. enough to live comfortably. You're helping the community. You're genuinely you're, doing your part. and Because somebody has to do it. Just because it's you doesn't mean that you shouldn't get to live comfortably as long as you're at least trying to help society you know you have the opportunity to go above and beyond now let's say maybe you aren't working 24 hours every day um maybe 40 maybe less maybe more but everybody will have the opportunity it needs to be enough to where people have the reasonable mental ability so probably less than 40 hours but that's in our stress filled society maybe if we found ways to help all this anxiety, 40 hours wouldn't be that much. Point is, yeah. you shouldn't be required to work um, 80 so much that you can't pursue, you pursue your own 
a school or your own extra hours or your own business. Hobbies. Hobbies are important. Right. So, um, what was this getting back to? Um, making more money for, like, rocket science and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if if you're a rocket scientist, it doesn't really fix the issue. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, if you're working a basic job and you're content with that job, you should be able to get paid enough, enough to, to be able to survive. But if you're really passionate about and it's bettering society and shooting people in the space, you, you should be able more. to get extra. We, we both agree. The, the real question is how much more should you get paid? Uh, I don't know that goes into a lot of detail yeah and in order <laughs> to even yeah even if we say a little or a lot um it just depends on how the society uh, yeah. plays out so we'll, we'll put a pin depends on how many rocket scientists they are depends on every a lot of factors yeah so we'll say we don't know for now uh, yeah all we know is that they should get paid yeah yeah more. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so coming towards the end here um real quick i want to bring up the uh, prisoner's dilemma. Um, why is that? I put down prisoner's dilemma in my notes. It, well, uh, essentially, the prisoner's dilemma is uh, you are both facing some sort of punishment. We'll move it out of prison, say uh, it's like a divorce, or you could apply it to anything. Essentially, there's some sort of thing that you don't want to happen, and you're both facing a thing that you don't want to happen. Um, but you are both separated, and individually, both of you get the option to harm, uh, to, to give the other one even more of a no-no. So, um, let's say you chop off a finger, or you lose a paycheck, or you stay in prison for longer, right? Some sort of bad happens to the other person if you um, do whatever. doesn't matter. You do something. So, to recap, you both face negative one. You don't like it. Neither of you want it. But, um, you're both individually given the option. So, person A and person B both get the option to give an extra negative one to the other person. So if person A says, yeah, I want to do that, then they take their negative one and they put it on to B. So now B has negative two and A walks away with no negatives. But I'm here's very the, confused. Uh, let me, let me, let me, <laughs> let me put it in a, in words. Yes, please. <laughs> so you're both facing a prison sentence, one year. One okay. year in prison. Person A um, and person B are both sat down in separate rooms. Bob and Charlie. Bob says yes to uh, the, the, the uh, what is it, investigator. Investigator walks in, gives them the option to screw over... Who is this? This is Bob. Bob, yeah. This is Bob. You you can screw over Charlie and you'll get a lessened sentence. That's the last part of it. Um, no, no, that's not the last part of it. You get a lessened sentence, but then uh, Charlie gets screwed over. Bob says, yeah, screw over Charlie. Charlie gets two years instead of one. Charlie gets two years and you walk away a free man. Yes. Here's the issue. If Who Bob... Who done that? No, no, it's not <laughs> done yet. Okay. It's not done yet. Here's the here's the trick. 
if Bob and Charlie both go dark side, they both try to screw each other over, then they both get uh, either one year or two years. They get a no-no. Nothing happens or it gets worse. Um, the bigger part of this catch is that if they both stay on the good side, they're both like, no, I like Charlie, or no, I'm not that kind of person. Like, I, I'm not going to do that to him, you know? And they both, if they both do a good, then they both walk out free. No penalties. That's, that's stupid. No, it is. <laughs> it's absolutely stupid. Yeah. The issue is it's all over our society. I won't get into details. Look it up on your own. There's papers upon papers about where you can what, find it. What is this called? But d- prisoner's Dilemma. Prisoner's Dilemma? That's yes, a, in wow, society. That uh, happens? Well, no, it's not prisoners. It doesn't well, actually... Yeah, like... That's, it's a philosophical uh, game. Not game. Idea that was come up with by somebody. Wow. But the thing is, there's things like... Um, markets that you can benefit um, everybody and be selfless or you can be selfish and get like even more I said the prisoner's dilemma wrong if 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 you screw over your friend and he's nice you you get you get more somehow you don't just walk away free you walk away with I don't know two thousand dollars right so okay um, that makes that that's a lot better. Yeah, that adds to it. <laughs> so uh, it's all over our society where you can help the community as a whole or you can be selfish and it totally just works. You get what you want. Um, times two, times three even. The issue is when two people are in that position because this mentality happens. Two greedy people. Uh, yeah, it screws everyone over because people get greedy. They both make the wrong choice. And instead of one person walking away with a lot, um, or both people walking away with a little, um, everybody walks away with less. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I just wanted to throw that in there for a perfect society. I'm trying to wrap up the episode. That's another thing with utopias. We got to keep that in mind when making these rules where we get rid of systems where it can be, you can exploit somebody else the biggest issue with that is money but if you put a cap on money you can't make too much uh, that issue goes away uh, we'll move on um do you have anything you want to say before we move on um uh, no prisoner's dilemma is very interesting yeah all right uh, last thing for me at least is selfish versus selfless really pulls into that prisoner's dilemma. Yeah, pulls out of. and that sounds like exactly like the prisoner's dilemma, to be honest. Yeah, but it's less nuanced. It's less specific. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Um, where you have the business. Um, in this, what we've come up with is you're forced to be selfless to an extent, right? But in a perfect society, um, you would all be willing to be selfless. You wouldn't need communism to always actively benefit the community. Yeah. You wouldn't need to have your money ble- your money forcibly taken when you make too much because you would naturally spend it on uh, areas of poverty or charities or yeah. <clears throat> whatever the society it's would It's highly need. theoretical, but it's yes. still perfect, yeah. It's, it's 
it's actually the prisoner's dilemma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's literally the prisoner's dilemma. It's literally dilemma. the prisoner's dilemma. Yeah, yeah the, the idea of I want to own my business and pay for my son, but I could be using that money to help everyone. Yeah, but I want to pay for my son. So sorry, everybody else. I worked hard, and that means I deserve it, which I can't say is wrong. But again, even though you worked for it, it's benefiting you and these the, the, the community around you doesn't get um, money which is yeah. considered the default but I think the default ca- should be considered you work hard and everybody just out of the kindness of your own heart everybody reaps the benefits um, and everybody leaves with a plus if you consider that the default then when you take the money for yourself then it's I mean it is obviously selfish but the word selfish kind of has a a new a new feeling to it a new meaning to it when the default is being selfless yeah i also think you should uh have the incentive to not rob people of their success but if you rob people of their success they're never going to want to be successful yeah exactly yeah. it's again selfless versus selfish give them the option to be selfish freedom versus security you worked for your money you get to keep it yeah but it'd be nice to have a world where everybody's just working for everybody because if that was the case you wouldn't need to have charities yeah have the poverty areas all that stuff um i think in order to create a perfect society not everyone's perfect but we have to foster understanding love community and forgiveness in this world those are a very specific set of words you've got there. Is there any thought going to that? Uh, no, I was just thinking about this when I was like, what makes a perfect society? Right. We have the f- understanding of one another, loving of one another. Community is a group of people who foster understanding and love. Right. So what you're saying is instead of being what we are today normal right we make money even if you make a lot of money you're not just going to go give it to your neighbors in a perfect society uh we show love and compassion and we stay outside of that box that that box we're in today and we choose selflessness over selfishness even if we technically deserve to be selfish which i (laughs) having the right to choose is a good yeah, it's it's great to have a right to choose. I don't want to say yeah. we deserve to be selfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so I guess at the end of the day, if we want a utopia, the real, absolute, final answer is stay outside of that box, you guys.